How you doing? Um, you- I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit irritable. Um, oh, me too. This is going to be a sweet record. <laughs> I'm going to have to go for, I'm going to have to go for seated. I'm going to have to go for seated. Okay. Deploy seating position. I'm going to have to go conceited. I'm going to go conceited, Mark. Uh, what are you using to record at Skype at your end? What you, what you audio hijack. Audio hijack. I used to have audio hijack. So you must be on audio hijack, the new one. I don't know what number it is, but uh, yeah. my audio hijack won't run on my computer anymore no. because... Because Sierra? they don't want I'm you say, to. I'm going to say Sierra. Is um, it Sierra? It, it might be. It might be a Sierra issue. Um, but yeah, the new one is all graphical. So you drag things and connect pipes and stuff. And uh, oh. it actually makes. I, I, yeah, the, I sort of thought that. But it, it sounds like when they changed iMovie and GarageBand up to things that were yeah. like consumer friendly, and then they didn't work. But it's really consumer friendly, and it really works, and it's really good. So I've got two. I get two files out. Um, so it's it's quite... you're not a consumer, Mark. No, you're, I'm, you're I'm a prosumer. You're a prosumer at minimum. At I minimum, um, at minimum. I basically I can we get... rename the podcast, please? Minimum prosumer. Minimum prosumer. Done. Sumer. Okay. Um, I get um. So I hit record. Well, basically, like Skype starts. Well, this is what I really like. Skype starts in the normal way, where I get audio and um, audio in and out through my Mac, so people can talk to me. I can have Skype conversations with non-podcasters because Skype is actually used by non-podcasters as well. Um, oh, 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 who's that? I know. Clients. Why are you calling my parents? <laughs> I'm accusing your parents of being non-podcasters. They're the only. They're the only people who I don't podcast with on Skype. No, <laughs> they're the only people who I Skype. Who? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I do. Um, and so that that happens. And so you rang and it went boop 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 on my uh, on my lovely rig. That here, was which... that was. You hit every note. Well done. Yeah. I, I, hey, I haven't got I haven't got perfect pitch, <laughs> but I can I can match a note relative to the note that I hear. Um, and, uh, so it comes through on my, um, through my little rig here, speakers and stuff. And then I start the, I press the record button in audio hijack and everything pipes through my mixer. So, uh, the audio comes through my headphones my mic gets combined and then it, um, it records just my voice in one file. And then there's a separate, like, um, profile or not a profile but a separate little, uh, workflow, uh, that sits in the same file. And then that just records Skype. And so what it does is it records Skype into a separate file and then pipes your Skype audio back through my headphones. But it doesn't record it twice. It's magical. It's really good. Uh, and wow. it's really easy. So, like, I can have a normal Skype conversation with, with a non-podcaster. And then as soon as I'm ready to go, I just hit record. The audio hijack hijacks the audio. And mm-hmm. uh, I get lovely recordings. Wow. Okay. I'm not, I, I know it gets a lot of love. And oh, I did used to like the old audio hijack. What you've just described sounds incredibly complicated. Um, well, I, well and- what's nice is I've got a file, um, yes. so you can you can save every, you can save these things as templates. So I have a template, uh, and all you would have to do. Uh, when you, uh, if you were to implement the same thing, is you would Skype should already be uh, selected as the application, but it will say you know this audio device doesn't exist. So you would select your audio device, your input, output, whatever you're going to use. I have a tiny little mixer here. Really, it's it's um, it's only slightly bigger than my iPhone uh, seven plus. And uh, sorry, I've just got a great gag. I've got to drop it. Sorry, I'm just interrupting. Do you hear that? That's the tiniest mixer playing a song just for you. Ah, oh, that's nice. Well done. Sorry, John. sorry, man. No, it's fine. I like it. I I liked it. Um, should Hold we get me closer? Tiny, tiny mixer. mixer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, sure. I'm interested in the yeah. mix now. It's this, so um, you know, without without crossing over too many memes from other shows that we work on, um, is is that a real? Is that a real mixer? Is that is it? Yeah. What is it? Is it? It's a physical device. Yes, it's a physical device. All it okay. basically is because I've got three of these. I've, I've owned <laughs> about four or five of them over the years. I, I only seem to buy Behringer mixers, um, and they oh, are. Oh, 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 I only seem to. Buy... No, 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 dude. They are the entryest of entry level. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not being a I'm not being a tech snob about this. They are they are not what uh, would usually be considered a professional device. De- device. Um they are um but they they are they're pretty solid and they work and they do their little jobs. And so I've got this tiny little USB one and so it's powered by the USB. But then um I have this massive weird rig because I've got this this you know professional microphone here which I really like now and it's the it's the it's it's the tip. Um, but that is what they call a gain-hungry microphone, so it needs an extra um, boost. And so there's a there's a fun little device that's plugged in on the floor somewhere. Um, it's now probably covered in dust and cat hair, which uh, provides extra gain to the mic using the phantom power of the tiny little mixer. And it's all lovely. Wow, are you going to put some photographs of this on onto show notes for me? I'll do something along those lines. Yeah, it's the Behringer two hundred four eight USB, I think. Um, and yeah, I will. Uh, I'll make a note to uh, find the uh, USB mixer. So why why would I need a a tiny tiny dancer? Why would I need a tiny dancer? You don't necessarily need one because you have a USB mic, so you right. don't need one. So you you've got an XLR mic, and I that have goes got through an the tiny mic. mixer. Yeah, right. So if I have one of those. In the studio that I'm in at the moment, I could actually use the lovely Big Shaw XLR microphones on the boom poles yep. and plug it into a tiny dancer. You could get a tiny dancer or you could get a um, just an XLR to USB thing and that would probably do you. Right, like the XLR to mini jack thing that I was yep. using at the weekend with my iPad, which was amazing. Yep. That was it. really good. I had a, a, I had, I took a load of kit out just to try things out and I was tried I tried uh, an iRig to mini jack into my iPad mm. with um with a nice XLR um Sennheiser reporter mic. It was beautiful. Mm. Sounded very, very lovely. I bet. Very good. But you're you're quite impressed with this um this USB mic I'm using today. It's not my usual mic. So. No, it sounds really good. Oh good. That might bit bit of it might be the room as well. Yeah, that I've got acoustic tiles and stuff around me. Yeah. Have you seen the new studios at BC? No. Oh, they're nice. You should come. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll do it. Well, come down and, and come down and, and, and do it. Do a Just thing. Have a gorp. I didn't expect this to become a podcast technical corner. No. None but of us expected this. But it's fun. It's fun. Well, no one knew what to expect when they downloaded this, did they? No. Um, so I worked out last night how to um, how to fix a problem from a show record that I did about five weeks ago um, with uh, two people in the same room. What we should have done. Oh yeah. Hmm. We, we, so we, we, we chatted we had, about this a few weeks ago. We did, we did. What happened was normally RunnerPod is recorded um, down the line on Skype as we're doing today with this. Um, but we were together in the same room, so we were like, okay, well, well how, should we, how should we set it all up? And what we ended up doing was being as if we were in uh, down the line on Skype uh, so separate Macs, separate mics, and talking to one another. And unfortunately, the clock speeds because the, the, the audio tracks were on different machines. Yes. They were out of sync. Yes. And so what we ended up with was weird echoes that yes. took ages to fix on the, on the other side. But what you can do is you can you can put two 
audio inputs into a MacBook, and then uh, they're using a little trick where you go into your MIDI controllers yes. in um, in the Mac. You can trick GarageBand into thinking that it's got one input one device, and uh, then you can both speak into each of those and record separately onto separate tracks. Yes, I don't know why they've done it like that, but you have to you have to tell it, oh, I've got one device, and then you ha- and then you get to choose the two sub devices and apply them to separate tracks, which is very weird. Yes, because uh, I, I think I've got can... a file that explains that better than yeah. I just have, but I can put on to show notes for you. No, absolutely. It's it's basically taking the idea of stereo channels uh, and, yeah, for, for whatever reason, I'm not entirely sure I know why, uh, whether it's hardware-related or software and whether it's just Mac or whether PC is the same, but you can only rec- you can have you know different outputs, but you can only have one input device, and uh, and that must be limited uh, somewhere at some sort of software level. But that one input device can have multiple channels. Typically, that's two because it's two for stereo. But you can, in theory, have any number of channels, uh, and so then you can create separate tracks. Right. So they're all recording on one device, but yeah, separate tracks. Yeah. If I was some kind of um, brilliant genius, or no, 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 it's got genius has got nothing to do with. It. If I had the money, um, I would do what the big podcasters do, the big boys, and get a firewire mixer with multiple channels that can then give me separate channels in uh, my audio recording software, and I would have mm-hmm. tiny little. Um, Mac minis or little laptops or something, all recording with separate Skype accounts. Um, because that way, um, you, you sign into Skype on all of the different devices. So if we, if we were recording with two other people, um, I would have a machine recording the conversation with you and I'd have a machine recording the conversation with someone else. And you would have, you would be speaking, it's really weird, like, you would technically be in a call with a couple of spare marks, um, because that you can't be on a call in multiple instances so you'd have to have separate marks but they're silent um and then all the audio comes in and it basically means that you can do all of that without what we what i currently have to do with uh, beware of the leopard which is spend three hours editing out all the pauses um which you know that's just what happens when everybody's on on wi-fi basically that's that's the issue and that's why you're nice and crisp uh and you're you're coming in you're coming in nice hit here because you've got all of the all of the bcu tech um which means you haven't got a a big um delay i don't know what you just said i didn't understand any of that we'll cut that then no 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 no. someone i'm not cutting anything (laughs) someone's going to understand that mark someone's going to understand that but hey look i've got some i've got something on show notes that comes in bang on here which is um related to call calling problems uh i've got merlin man is trolling me (laughs) he doesn't even know who i am but he seems to have made it his life's mission to um just just kind of casually drop in on the back of everything that I'm doing and, and just piss on it. Oh, mate. Um, so most recent most recent one was we, we lost a record the other day using the recorder that I'm using now, call recorder on, on Nick's Mac, and it um, his Mac locked up and he's like, oh, I've just lost, I've just lost the whole show kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, we didn't know what to do. And no. then... The next episode of Wreck Diff. <laughs> yes. Merlin Mann. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Syracuse came in, boom, with a solution. 
yeah, men and man's are going, oh, this happened, blah, blah, blah. And Syracuse is like, well, you're an idiot. You should have done, done this. Now, admittedly, that wasn't Merlin Mann's fault because he was very much the stooge in that in that conversation. But I was like, oh, how's he done this? He's 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 doing jokes, a dropping, the day after records on his shows <laughs> before we've managed to get our shows edited. I don't know how he's doing it, mate. I don't know how he's doing it. Why oh. does he Why does he hate me so much? I'm sorry. I'm, he loves you, but it, it's, you know, it's... Um, I don't have anything to say about that. I'm listening to him at the moment speaking to Dan, um, uh, the, 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 the Benjamin, about uh, the iPhone 7, uh, the, the iPhone 10, and, and that's why I'm slightly irritated. Podcast that then, because that's one of the things we're talking about is what podcasts we listen to. Um, back to obviously, work. Back to work, right. Okay. So uh, that's, that's the part of the Merlin Man oeuvre that I don't listen to. Uh, Probably. Okay. I'd find out there's a lot more things that he's talking about, which are um, things I've already done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would expect so. I keep all oh, that one the other day with a joke about Slimfast. Oh, oh God, yeah, that, that was, was so weird. That was so weird. So, um, yeah, we recorded. Uh, it might even have just been the no, it wasn't the pilot, but it was an early episode of Beware of the Leopard, yeah. and we talked about those um, those man drinks and and soylents. Yeah, they're for men. Danny did this really really lovely bit about how um, you know they're big news because men have suddenly invented them, whereas yeah. women have been using them for years and calling them slimfast and complan. Yeah, and carried on and shut the fuck up. Um, and it was yeah. it's great. Absolutely. And we're like, oh, well, that's in the can. We've got that. That's comedy gold. <laughs> and then the very next day, Merlin Man on Dubai Friday starts doing this bit about how all those things are just slim fast for men. Merlin! Couldn't believe it. I don't know. Um, I blame our obsex, so. Yep, absolutely. Um, but yeah, they're, they're talking about the um, the 10 and <sighs> I think that's a bonkers phone. You, uh, I've got no opinions on it. I've, I've, got, I'll be honest. I've got too many opinions on it. I think oh. it's bonkers. Well, it's supposed to be bonkers. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. It's where the puck's going, John. It's where the puck's going. No, you don't, you don't need to buy it. It's okay. No, but I'm with you. I absolutely am with you. But what worries me is that whole, like, this is where they're going. So in uh, whether it's a year or two years, is that going to be the standard? And if so, that screws up quite a few things. Because uh, the thing that was, that was irritating me is... Um, so to to give you an idea, we're not going to do because every podcast is going to be talking about the phone. It's fine, right? Um, but as a quick thing, uh, mm-hmm. their new authentication system because they've got no buttons, and so there's no touch ID anymore. Um, is you look at your phone and it's got face detection, yep. and that's great for ninety nine point nine percent of the population. Won't work for me because I have to look at my phone too closely, so it's not going to see my whole face. Fine, right? That that I mean that straight away makes the phone unusable for me. That's a shame. But even if it did work, um, yep. the, the the system whereby you use Apple Pay to pay for things, which is really convenient when you don't, you know, I, I there have been times where I've gone to the shops because I've needed a thing and I haven't got my, my little bloopy bloop contactless card with me so I can bloopy bloop on the phone and it's great. The watch, I've yet to find it working. It doesn't seem to work for me, but that's fine. Um, so I can bloopy bloop with, with my phone to, to my heart's content. And that's done by, uh, I don't have to look at the phone. It doesn't have to be on. I double tap the little home button and move the phone towards the thing. And then a couple of machines go beep and everything's great. And, and I see the charge when I walk out the shop with under the new system, you've got to do an extra step, which is probably, they think it's instant. It's not going to be instant. I'll talk about 
at that in a second. Um, mm-hmm. You've now got to press, double press <clears throat> a smaller, harder to find button. Um, and then you've got to look at your phone and then you can put it on the thing. So this sounds like a tiny thing, but like in one fluid gesture, I can phone out a pocket, double tap, bloopy bloop onto the thing. Now that's important because it's a douchey thing to do. So you Mm want to be in there, do the thing and be out there as quick as possible because if there's a second at which it doesn't work, you've got a load of people, um, uh, queuing up going for God's sake, just use cash like a normal person or just use a card. Why do you, why do you have to be so, you know, why do you have to be this guy? So you want to be in there and out there quick. You want to go double tap, pay the thing. Okay. Thanks. And then be out. Now you've got to press a harder to locate button, which might be the volume button. Uh, oh no. Whoops. I've got the phone the wrong way around. That's not good. That's the wrong <clears> button. <throat> and then you've got to look at your phone. And then mm-hmm. you can put it on the dingus. That is objectively, I don't think there is any debate that is objectively a worse system. And yeah. it costs $200 more than the big boy uh, 8 plus. Um, okay. And All it didn't right. work. Um, and it didn't work when they did it, when they demoed it for the first <laughs> time. It didn't work. John. It didn't work when Hair Force mm. One got up there and went, let's demo how easy face ID is. Oh, no. That, it's the first time. And they they talked about how brilliant this system is. And it didn't work. Oh. 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 I thought I'd, oh. I didn't think I was going to have to deal with this because I didn't, <laughs> didn't go on the internet last night. Because I didn't, oh. I didn't, oh, I didn't want to, I didn't want to deal with takes. <laughs> sorry. Oh. I'm sorry, John. You've, you've, I've just, I've just hot taked all over you. I'm sorry. Oh, God. I need a tissue to clean it off. <laughs> oh. Mm. Right. Just okay. Break. All right. All right. Let me, let me come, come back at you with some, <laughs> with some rejoinders. Uh, right. I, I, I had to start, I had to start taking notes. <laughs> The bad that I got because there were so many things I wanted to yeah. I wanted to tell you that you needed to stop worrying about. Or... <laughs> okay, right. Okay, all right. Start with start with thing number one. There's a reason why you haven't used your watch to pay yet. <laughs> okay, that that's because it's douchey. <laughs> okay. Yep. All right. I tried and it once and it didn't work, and I felt I reckon, too embarrassed to try it again. Yeah, agree. And I, I recognise the projection of of the douchey watch onto your douchey phone that yep. you don't even have yet. Yeah. Recognize that. Recognize that. Um, the times when I've seen someone try and pay with a watch, it's been a disaster. Mm-hmm. Hasn't worked. The the they've had to do all sorts of weird contortions to get the watch <laughs> where it needs to be yes. and to press the button at the same time. Yep. So yep. So that so so that's fine. I can I can Cross see off, I, can yeah. see, I can see your projection onto that. Uh, next point, mate. Why why are you doing Apple Pay wrong? Oh okay. You, oh wait, go on. Why are you double? Why are you double tapping? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you, what are you, Mark? What are you doing, Mark? Oh, yeah, I think you, you yeah, you, you can just... Present, present device yeah, yeah. to payment terminal. Yeah. When the payment terminal wants its money, your wallet will come up on the front of the screen. Oh, I'll tell you... I'll tell you long yeah. hold thumb. No, you're right, long hold thumb. ID sensor. You are right, long hold thumb. It's good. Double tapping, yeah. double tapping causes the queue problems that you're worried about. Because double tapping is, oh, it's unlocked, and now it's in the last That's app a very, very, right very good point. So, yep. fucking chill your jets, right? Yep. No, that's fine. <laughs> just yeah, wait I, until... I won't double tap. 
wait until the 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 shop assistant wants you to pay. <laughs> yeah. Present a device. Yeah. Off off we go. No, thank right. you. I, I I've I've seen the error in my ways, and I will. When you uh, get your face phone, I yeah. want you to take I want you to take that into the face phone moment. So you wait, and they go, okay, we're ready. We're ready for you. We're ready for you to pay yeah, now. Present device. Nice and calmly, mm-hmm. lift, lift up your phone. Mm-hmm. Right, we'll come on to the other problem with sure, lifting sure, up your phone sure. in a second. Lift up your phone, and when it goes, all right, I'm ready, then you tap it. It's, it's not going to take any longer than you doing anything else. You just need to do everything in the right order. You just need to be, proce- um, you just need to be procedural about it. You I, just slow down and calm down. I know you're in the future. <laughs> <laughs> calm down and just, okay, okay, they're ready. Okay, show me phone. And then and then and then put it down. I think that's that's that is a that is a harder cognitive step. Oh, I didn't say it was easy. <laughs> I said you needed to do it. Okay. I said you needed okay. to get on board with it. Sure. Right. Okay. So I want you to do that for me when yeah. you get when you get your magic I can't, face phone. I can't get the magic face phone. Right. Okay. Now um All they needed explain, to do is put touch idea. Explain on the back. why explain why your why your why your face mm-hmm. <laughs> needs to be close to your phone. Yep for it to read your face. Because remember, remember, mm-hmm. the way you access the phone mm-hmm. isn't the thing. This is the phone accessing your face. Yes. Right? So using your hand spatial memory of where your face is, mm-hmm. you you can just hold your, your phone at a distance that you know will work and then it will then it will unlock. Then you can bring it to your face to confirm it. Because okay. you need to look closer, I'm with you. closer to you. I'll give but, you an example of why that's problematic. Well, not need to face ID it off of the bridge of your nose, you're going to need to face ID it. I'm with you. An arm's length away no. from you. Yes, and that's that. That's that's where, wherein we start to have the problem. Because okay. um, they, <clears throat> I think if they'd have made a nod to this and if they'd mm-hmm. have said they've got a system for this, I would have been happier if they'd have just mentioned that there's a way to do this. Um, but they've, they've made no thing. And I, I'm, I'm happy. I'd like to go into an Apple store and I might go in and, and flash my business thing and say, I'm a business customer. I'm interested. I want to see how Face ID works in terms of I want to watch the I want to see uh, the onboarding process because it's the onboarding process that's the problem. I've seen this in lots of things. Um, I can't use a connect because I can't get close enough because my eyesight's so bad. I can't get close enough to uh, the screen to be able to, and I have, I've had the same thing with the Wii, um, because I need to be yeah. close enough to the screen to be able to read the instructions of what to do. Uh, face ID is the same. So it has this really cute little animation, and I'm not being, that's not be me being um it, whatever the word is it's a it's a nice cute little animation that shows like how you move your face around i ain't gonna see that so unless there's there's a thing that's like that actually says what i need to be doing uh maybe some kind of tone that helps me guide through the rotation of my head um right unless there is that i'm i'm gonna struggle because i can't hold my phone a foot away from my head right okay so so we're agreed that once it's set up, it should work. But you, you're you're essentially saying then that the the um, I also I the, resent the on the onboard assistance doesn't need to be oh, sorry not the onboard assistance the the onboarding uh, process yeah the onboarding yeah so the accessibility feature for you is a human one where you need someone in the shop to actually get you set up. Is that um, what you're saying? No, no, no. I, I I literally just meant that I would like to go into an Apple store to see 
if uh, my suspicions are correct because I don't want to jump to a conclusion but I can't help it because I've I've worked in this space for a long time I know how things work yeah. and I've seen this kind of tech that is you know uh, distance based and proximity based the other thing is I kind of resent having to um hold my phone in a different way just so it's happy with me and then mm-hmm. I can carry on using my phone in the way I've used my in the way I've used every single device uh, ever since I've had a phone I resent the fact that I've now got to hold it away uh, mm-hmm. from my face just so that I can unlock it whereas before I could just press a button and all Apple had to do they've got the most advanced technology now there is no way that they couldn't do this they just didn't want to because it's not whatever they could i'm sure they could have designed a lovely little instead of the 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 apple logo at the back of the phone that doesn't do anything except to advertise yeah. that it's an apple device they could have made that a touch id sensor that's all they had to do it's- oh yeah no that, I, yeah i mean we're now now we've gone from now we've gone from an interesting conversation about <laughs> Uh, access and usability of the device and now you're back into uh android versus apple hot takes no, no, so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna I'm let you go down that line no. i'm not i'm not I'm, I'm literally saying that there there was an option no, there that, 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 that's that's for, a given yeah no for, for, you know either for, for people who for whatever reason you know for example mm. people who do have identical twins and maybe you know live in the same place it's a small it's a small demographic um but you know those people they, they actually said it yesterday if you've got a night they, and like it was so they they brushed over this and they made a joke about it and they said if you've got an evil twin just use a passcode so if you've got someone who looks like you who's who's basically if you've got someone you know because they said the um the odds are reduced the odds by which you can be mistaken for someone else are reduced when you have a genetic relationship to someone else so if you look uncannily like someone else it's most likely going to think that's you and they just went yeah we're fine with that we we haven't got a problem with it just use a passcode and so the what in in my opinion all they needed to do was add the touch id as a fallback feature for those people and you know for for i, I would think it's probably less than 90 percent. i think there are people for whatever reason face id is not going to work for them they've got touch id as a fallback and then if their fingers are um they're covered in sugar from eating too many donuts uh as me as an example um then or you know they've been cooking and washing the dishes and their fingers are wet and it doesn't work then you've got the passcode but to take away what's been such a killer feature for mm-hmm. what they're suggesting is to be the future of phones. I'm glad we didn't talk about this because I didn't want to talk about, um, I, I didn't want us <laughs> to go into an iPhone segment. But, um, that is, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm over it now. I know, genuinely, like, I, I was doing a bit, really I was, sounds, I was doing a bit yeah. of a bit earlier mm-hmm. in my rage. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I am, but I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm disappointed because Apple are ten, uh, they tend to be, brilliant at accessibility um one of the features that i use a lot which i really really lament not existing in windows is the zoomy zoom because mm-hmm. they do have they do a whole window zoom which when i first found out about that in 2009 when someone showed me it blew my tiny mind clean off because i've used the window zoom thing which is horrible it's a tiny little magnifying glass that appears on your screen whereas mm-hmm. apple by default you press a key you 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 scroll the mouse wheel and it just zooms in and it, like they don't they're not opinionated about it it's like hey it's, as much as you need it we're there for you if you want to zoom in so that every pixel is basically the size of your of your head mate you know go for it um and so they are genuinely really good at accessibility and and that this one felt like they didn't drop the ball but they 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 made a decision not to go for that and it it's one of those where i felt like i was I, i've been sort of i've been told i can't 
have mm. that device because yeah so yeah, it was it was disappointing um so but- well look yeah so i'm 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 going to concede uh, absolutely 100% that they could have and should have put um a fingerprint sensor on on, on the back um that they've obviously got got their reasons whether those are reasons of product innovation for the sake of product innovation or whether they are related to price points doesn't seem likely given the price point whether it's related to other engineering matters it it, it ain't it ain't there yeah um uh appreciate your frustrations i think what's interesting about what you've just said is that uh for all i lament takes <laughs> um that is an interesting take and a well thought through and a well argued take. And um, it does speak to an aspect of perhaps Apple's branding that they've not thought about. The fact that um, you as somebody who's got uh, accessibility issues around the way that you interface with computers have seen them as being the leading champion and they've just thrown that out for whatever reason. I think that's, that's really interesting and there's some definite um, nuance to, to, to think about there. Um, I, I think you're right as well in the general market the face ID Apple Pay is going to be detrimental because people won't be calm and patient like I've told you that they need to be. They will do it wrong. And what's and been fascinating? Yeah, yeah. I was a late I was a late adopter of contactless, right? Yeah. So likewise. I didn't I didn't do contactless at all when it was on debit cards because I didn't feel it was secure because for some reason I suddenly regressed and became my parents. <laughs> who uh, like have just about got to the point where they'll put a credit card number into the internet or maybe say it down the phone. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, I suddenly was like, well, I'm not signing for that. I'm not putting in a PIN number, so mm-hmm. it's not secure as far as I'm concerned. Game over. As soon as I had Touch ID on my phone and could link my debit cards to that through Apple Pay and mm-hmm. wallet, I was like, okay, that makes sense now because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to verify it. And what I found as a user of, of um, Apple Pay is that, Still, still, you can delight someone in a shop when you use Apple Pay correctly because mm-hmm. it blows their mind. It, <laughs> it is like, it is, it is magic. And less and less so because I think over the last six to 12 months in the UK, there's been a lot more adoption of Apple Pay through various card uh, gateways and, you know, uh, EPOS systems. And also because it, it, as much as Apple won't, you know, they, they don't like to say it, it's it, in the same way that AirPods are just Bluetooth headphones with some extra mm. sugar on top. Mm-hmm. Apple Pay is the same. It's just contactless payments that's existed in Android. But as, yeah. as you know, often people look at Apple, they, they do not have anything like a market share in, in real mm. terms. Like they are tiny in comparison to the, the uh, glut of Android phones that exist. But for whatever reason, they lead... Um, uh, a, a mind share and so i think it probably spurred more people on to go oh yeah all these all of these phones these dozens mm-hmm. of different brands of phones that have existed that have got nfc in them we can now suddenly quote unquote support them even though we've mm-hmm. support you know um so yeah it's I, I think it's not just apple that 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 gets this um the, uh, sorry it's not just iphone users that, that get this benefit yeah, well, I mean, how, however that happened, there was there was a period in time, sort of 12, 18 months ago, maybe, where I was going into shops and I was going, is that contactless? And they were saying yes. And I was pulling out my phone and they're going, oh, everything that'll work, mate. Mm. And then I just put my phone down and they were going, oh, that was unexpected. <laughs> um, and I was like, well, yeah, you know, welcome to the future. <laughs> um, so um, that, that kind of magic aspect, they are risking lose, losing that uh, excitement if Face ID takes off in a, in a, in a, in a serious way in a serious way, uh, because it, it will suck. I think you're, I think you're quite correct that it will break down a lot of that nice frictionless, 
uh, moments that you've had, particularly when people don't double tap the button, Mark. Yes, no, that's, they, they that's yeah. with it. Um, I'm committing to change. Uh, I'm, ad- I'm, 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 I'm admitting my mistake, and I'm committing to change, and I'm expressing good man. remorse. Now, as much as I didn't want to talk about the iPhone, <laughs> I have got something that I want to say. Okay, <laughs> which is, I am, I am just having my gears massively ground Ooh. by all the price bitching on the internet. <laughs> It's really doing my nutting. Okay. Because everyone's trying to, right, so everyone's trying to look for a take, <laughs> right? And the, uh, the, most like obvious, and the most obvious take, yeah, please like and retweet for reach. Um, <laughs> the, the, mo- the most obvious take people are coming up with is the price of the X. Is it X or 10? It's a 10, isn't it? It's a 10, but yeah. It's, it's a 10. I didn't listen yeah. to it. I, no, just, I, just, I just read it, mate. Because um, you're cool. Uh, so that's oh god, oh, that's annoyed me now. It was OS X, wasn't it? It wasn't OS ten. No, it was called so, OS ten. Yeah, I haven't called it OS X really. Yeah, well, some people. It's. I mean, some people like to pronounce things the way they like to. Like, um, I, I, I heard someone earlier this year pronounce iOS iOS. Um, and wow. so, yeah, which is wrong. Um, oh. and you know, people and and also people who don't like Macs tend to like to mispronounce the names, so they'll um. call it OS X. Um, because they like to make it sound sillier than it is. It's like no, it's it's OS ten. It's it's not that hard. The previous one was OS nine. Uh, I've worked with someone who insisted on calling Steve Jobs Steve Jobs. Oh, so, that was odd. Um, right, mm. the price. The right, the, yeah, the, the price, price of the ten. Price, 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 no, no, no. Price of the 10, right? Everyone's reaching for that and going, look at that. Isn't it ridiculous? Okay. Here's, here's a couple of points regards your take regards Apple prices, uh, Apple iPhone prices, right? Thing number one, you're looking at the wrong thing. If you're looking at the Apple, uh, if you're looking at the iPhone 10, right? Hmm. That's the, that's the wrong thing. You're supposed to be looking at the eight because the eight is the actual model. The 10 is uh, a more aspirational, higher end thing. The eight is the mainstream model. Right. I'm aware I've talked a lot and I've interrupted you a lot, but the only one thing I will say very quickly on that is that the 8 was a very, very small spec bump in terms of, of what yeah. it is. And so that I think it's very easy for people to want to jump to the 10 mm-hmm. because the 8 isn't particularly exciting. No, well, exactly. But so you've got your 99910 and some people will buy that and that's fine, but you've got, you've got your 8 and that's the actual phone that you should be making any comparisons on price based on as yes. far as I'm concerned. No, no, yeah, because it's that's the mainstream You're absolutely iPhone. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. So next you look at it and you go, okay, so what is that? What's that coming up? 799, is it, Mark? Yes, I think so. Right. Whatever it is, it's a bit more than the previous model. But in the time since the previous model's come out, we've had inflation mm. and we've had Brexit devaluing the pound. Mm. So mm. the price that you're going to pay in the UK for that phone mm. <laughs> compares actually to the price of the one before. That was also very expensive. Mm-hmm. And you go back through all the iPhone, and I've seen people tweeting lists of iPhone retail prices from launch day in the UK, mm-hmm. going, isn't it ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. You go, you go back over time, and actually, probably, other than the first two generations, they're pretty much in the same wheelhouse, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The first ones were probably a little bit a little bit cheaper, a little bit more affordable in, in that sense. But what you're trying to do there, you're trying to actually explode a market and that worked. That was effective marketing. Then the market changes. It becomes more mature. You change your pricing. The pricing is pre- pretty stable. We are paying more in the UK for, for Apple products. That's a pain in the ass and that's because of Brexit. And that's already noted. So what's your problem with the price point? I really don't know what your problem with the price point is, apart from the fact you're looking at the X, which isn't for you. Um, you're not looking at the 8, which is for you. You're not comparing it historically properly. 
And finally, who's buying an off-air iPhone? Who's buying an off-air iPhone? I did. Who? Did you? Yeah. Great, well done. I bought one through the business. (laughs) I bought one through the business last year. So... Right, good, thank you. So yeah. you're you're make, making my point for me even more now. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't I wouldn't you, do it as a human. No, 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 no. You no, make no. you make a decision that the business is going to buy a device. Yes. And and you make that decision, and that is framed by all sorts of things about cash flow, mm-hmm. about um, how you write things off over the period of their mm-hmm. lifetime, about how you own things within a business structure, and how you uh, make your business tax efficient. And also not uh, necessarily wanting to be, you know, I hadn't yet made a decision on network, and I chose the network I did because it has all of the iPhone features, um, because not all of the, many of the iPhone features that you think of as, as standard across all networks, many of those features are not implemented by most networks. Um, yeah. Even simple things like visual voicemail, which you take for granted now, uh, is not implemented mm-hmm. along uh, across a bunch of networks. So, um, yeah, so yeah, there's there's a oh, bunch of decisions. I've been on the phone to you just now, and Ooh. I don't know who it is. Um, <laughs> now you can so see. So now you're absolutely right. That yeah. that has always bothered me that I don't have visual voicemail. Uh, so maybe I'll buy an off-air iPhone now. <laughs> but most people aren't buying them off-air, mm-hmm. so that, that that price is fairly meaningless. A lot of the people who are buying them off-air, unless they are cash-rich, they are buying them through a finance plan anyway through Apple. Yeah. So break that down and you look at the cost of taking one through higher purchase um, and then adding on your SIM card. You're probably coming to the 30 to £40 pound price point that most people are paying for the phone anyway. So um i don't know why everyone's worried about that red herring and probably the off-air price is more for industry people and not for consumers because a lot of the apple events aren't ready for consumers anyway no so um just just everyone just sharp mm-hmm. yeah I, I, what, what's this podcast what's this podcast about um so this is this is our explore our exploration into um adulting and into trying to um achieve our goals achieve synergy create greater workflows between tasks um we're going to do motivational posters for offices as as merch because that sounds like yeah absolutely hang in there little kitten um Uh, achieve your synergy absolutely um so one one of the the big key things is that uh, i wanted to do anyway is give ourselves things that we're going to do and hold ourselves accountable to them. And so we've, we've got plans. There are things that we want to do. I'm building, um, a podcast hosting service and I want to make my job, uh, a pot, you know, I want to make podcasting my all time, like day job, night job, or the job job. And, um, John also has plans. Yeah, I do. Um, but not as, not as well articulated as yours. So I, it sounds like I'm, but- Sounds like I'm the project here then. Oh, <laughs> How did I fall for that? You've tricked me here. Yes. I've come on a podcast by mistake. You are my stooge. <laughs> but you can you can hold okay. my feet to the fire and, and you know, whatever. whenever you need your feet held to the fire, I can hold your feet to the fire. Oh, okay. Um, oh, good. We haven't, so we haven't really tackled any of that yet. No, not so much. We've, we've, we basically just cleared our iPhone pins yep. um, and talked about uh, our podcasting setups, which yeah. I think has been very interesting. So if, if all we do each week is talk about the iPhone and podcast setups, I'd be delighted. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've Ooh, got, I've a, got a group that is adulting. Okay. Um, so I would like you, and being mindful that I unfortunately won't have the longest time for you to go through this, so we might have to do more of it and follow up next sure. time. Um, I, I, me, have been 
um, grilling you and pushing you <laughs> regards the business plan for yes. Podient. Yes, you have. And I've been dumping loads of ideas on you and mm-hmm. uh, some of them seem to be percolating and landing and filtering into new uh, directions and new things. I don't know how much of that is actually down to me, but I'm going to take all the credit. Oh, indeed, certainly. You know, the, take the changes a, in your mindset over the past few weeks. Take so a portion. Um, tell me what's happening in the in the business brain at the moment, are... God's Podium, and where we are with uh, the most recent, uh, most important switch of gear, which is the Patreon. Yes. So there are things that I can reveal. There are things Mm -hmm. that I must not reveal um, because it is not time to reveal them yet. Okay. Um, But the Patreon has really uh, ushered in a a new way of thinking about how Podium works. And so let me, so I'll give a bit of a background. Podium Mm -hmm. is a podcast hosting service that I set up at the end of last year. It's nearly a year old. And it was started because it just came out of a bit of frustration and I wanted to just build something quickly and then build it based so that I could just have a page that would host uh, the podcast that I was working on at the time and would have a nice player and um, was easy enough to manage and did some stuff in the background. And mm-hmm. from then it's been built out as like a minimum viable product. And then in March, we I, I sort of opened the doors um, and well, I think in, in something like January, February, I wrote a Medium post which has basically been the thing that has made everything possible everything that i've done has come from this medium post and it's the only post i've written on the uh on the podium blog um and it from there i got an interview with a chap who i you know who then hooked me up with someone else and and that's going to be significant in a moment um and so in then in march it sort of went from private beta into public beta and then at some point we've sort of slipped out of that. We haven't really bust through a membrane into non-beta, but we've sort of just skidded our way through to, I guess this is now the, the product and it's been evolving. And, um, one of the discussions that people often have because there is a, uh, a free unlimited tier and then there are extras that you get by paying more. You can pay $5 a month and you basically don't get anything for that really. Um, but it's just a way of you, and that's, that's up front. Like that's just a way of you showing support because that was sort of the model uh, in a sort of Patreon styling. And then mm. if you wanted a bit more of a pro approach and get like actual technical support and stuff like that and community membership and things then you can pay $15 a month um and so we've got a small handful of people who pay $15 we've got a a couple of handfuls a couple of fistfuls of people who pay $5 a month and now we've got some people who are actually on Patreon and the the Patreon model has made me rethink a few things and has has really helped me solidify the way the system the way the platform is going to run in terms of uh, a business. And that chap that I mentioned who I got hooked up with through an interview and through the Medium post is now going to be um, my sort of right-hand man in America who's who's going to be helping me achieve that. And I am excessively excited. We hooked this up five minutes before the apple event kicked off yesterday um well we like we we finished the conversation i'd I'd, um so 
Was that like a, was that a negotiating tactic by you? Kind of hardballing? <laughs> uh, so uh, I've got the contract here. Oh, Apple event starts in five minutes. So uh, you might yeah. just want to just sign that just and just get it on. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was, uh, it just happened to be. So we, we had this chat on Slack and um, I said, I've got these things I'd like help with or i'd like you mm. to consider um and he's he's said yes and um this is all very very exciting so i'm not employing someone but someone will be remunerated for work that they do in real cash terms um mm. as as and when that happens and so um yeah that's probably about as much as i can as i can say he now knows the full extent of of the new system the the new thing that's going to be put into place which is coming um mm-hmm as you do um and so sort of given given that knowledge he he was sort of he's been he's been fantastic um he's he's just someone who likes to be effusive about the things he enjoys uh and he's been a great supporter of of podiums as well as other things like pod chaser uh and just other products that he likes and he he goes out on reddit and recommends us all the time and has done battle with people who have questions and suspicions about the service because people get very upset john People get very upset <laughs> that I offer a free tier and they're just worried, John. They're just worried about how I'm going to sustain it. Um, and I made the mistake. How very dare you. I how know. very dare you give them things for free. I know. And I made the mistake of, because there, there's, a, there's a bunch of things that don't bother me when people have their concerns. Like, I'm, I'm happy to address them, but they, like, if people have concerns about, like, how good the system is or how... Um, stable it is Th- those those are where i might get my hackles up and and be be defensive or you know whatever because they are they're addressing real fears that i have um mm. i understand people's concerns about the, the the funding model but for right now i'm not worried about them um it doesn't mean that you know that i'm not thinking about them it just means that i'm not worried about them and that drives people crazy um mm. they they <laughs> Yeah, so we, we we had some interesting discussions on Reddit with with a chap, um, and I made the mistake of saying, basically in the politest possible terms, who made you boss? Like who who made you king of podcasts? Um, and like I, I think I said something, you know, it doesn't have to it doesn't have to always be your responsibility to uh, to tell people they shouldn't use something that you haven't used yourself. And he took that as a censorship argument, and that got my hackles up, and and I just had to say okay. <laughs> which is like wow. when when i'm like there's probably ground that needs to be conceded here but i'm not going to go through the whole process i'm just going to say okay middle ground there you go you've you, like we 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 have an accord because i'm not going to mm. i'm not going to fight for extra scraps of ground um mm. i'm not going to say all right well yes i take that point but actually i want to i want to talk about this point and i can see that but i'll just go okay middle ground and <laughs> we're done um and and because it's just much easier so look, I, I, I see, so I, I did joke like, you know, giving people something for free and they, and they complain. I do recognize that, that issue of, because it's something that I've always thought is that actually if I'm paying for something, perhaps it's better for me because then I've got a bit of a safety net. I've got a bit of a comeback. I've got a mm-hmm. bit of a sense there's a trajectory in, into, into development. So I, I guess in a way the, 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 the Patreon and enabling yourself to talk more openly uh, and have more of a conversation with people about development and about funding for development actually helps to solve some of those issues that people might have about it being a, a free service because it looks like you are trying to build um, 
build a platform, make make some money, mm-hmm. and uh, and push development forward. Is that kind of part of that that thrust of things? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Cool. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go. Unfortunately, oh, um, sad. so I'll just I'll just casually tease a couple of things for next time. Please do. <laughs> I think I think one of the things we're going to have to do is de- definitely tell people what the show's about. And <laughs> I mean, we sort of did it just now, but we can we can talk about the name next week. I mean, um, I've, I've also I've got to rush off because um, I've just just been told that uh, I'm above Dolly Parton in the pop music charts right now, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, right? Can, can we quickly but, can we quickly no, talk about this? No, no, that's for next time. Oh, I'm, I'm going to tease it. I'm going to tease it. Oh. Uh, Fifth, fifth, fifth highest new entry in the Amazon charts right now. Yes, uh, biggest chart, uh, <laughs> mate. So we'll talk about that next time, maybe. Yeah, and um, we'll talk about where the name comes from. Yeah, uh, and and uh, we'll set some homework. Do you do you want to take some homework now? Yeah. Well, my my homework that I've set for myself is mm. to um, try and contact uh, a, a guest for Beware of the Leopard, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy podcast. So I want to do that, and I will report back when next time we record. So I'm I'm holding myself accountable for that. Okay, I'm going to hold myself accountable for the for the following thing, which I've actually already done. Okay. But oh, hey, hey. No, 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 because I've got to do some follow-up. Okay. <clears throat> and I want to articulate what I've done and why I feel like an absolute idiot for doing it. <laughs> uh, related to Beware of the Leopard as well, um, we decided that we wanted to uh, to reach out to some of the grown-ups of the podcasting <laughs> universe. Yes. Um, because, we, you know, we're, 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 we're keen to get more people to engage with what we're doing. We know one of the things we need to do is to get ourselves known a little bit more and get other people talking about. So um, I've been sitting on something that I was given to do. And last night I finally finally toughened up and you know went right i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it it's like trying to phone a girl when you're 14 um and i sent off an email to a very famous podcaster and i was like oh that's perfect um i've done that now and then immediately realized that the said famous podcaster was just going into the apple (laughs) keynote and so it's very likely that my email is going to land in their inbox and they'll see it in a couple of days' time when they finish playing with the iPhone X10 and doing all the hot takes and <laughs> processing other things. And by then, it's just going to be buried. So um, I really, really couldn't have sent an email to uh, a famous <laughs> podcaster at a worse time. So I'm hoping that I will uh, have a reply regardless of, of uh, the Apple keynote in the next few days. And otherwise, I'm committing to making sure that I send another follow-up and say, hey, <laughs> so that's, that's, that's me. and when i get a reply i might even tell us tell everyone who it is excellent well there we go um that 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 uh that's so, that's it then you better go to your, your the rest of your life stuff yeah yeah talking about adulting i've got to go and have a meeting with people on pay grades about six or six higher than me so Oof. peace peace nah, peace out they're, they're not that they're not that well paid <laughs> <laughs> see you man see you mate